Sing Double Podcast. Please leave your podcast on the bench. I am your co-host, Nondescribed Man. <laughs> I am your host, uh, a Described Woman. <laughs> I'm so confused by your by your intro. My intro is themed to our subject today. Oh, I forgot to uh, turn my air conditioner off. Sorry. Okay, it's off now. <laughs> I uh, I thought about this. Yes. And I felt that opening this way was a little bit of uh, insight into what we were doing, as if the name of the episode already wouldn't have given you that insight, but I wanted to have fun with it. The, the title and of the episode? If you leave the podcast on the bench... We'll leave you alone. What are you talking about? I'm so confused. <laughs> are you really? Yeah. Oh. How's your week been? Good. <clears throat> I mean, you, you watched Ringer episode three, right? Yes, I did. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. The It's titled, If You Ever Want a French Lesson? Yes. Okay, good. Just, That's the one. Just checking, because I'm... Are you not remembering the scene that I'm referring to? I don't know. I literally just watched it, so... Oh, yes! I got it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I think I think because I've been watching Buffy the last couple hours, my brain has just gotten very confused, because it's just lots of Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, it's, yeah, that might do it. So... Uh, so if it were that in that case, I'd be like, I'm gonna get you, Buffy. <laughs> yes, please leave Thanks. your podcast on the bench <laughs> and then walk away. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, and don't look back. Yes, my, my week was uh fine so far. I am back from Dragon Con, I survived. Yes, tell us the stories of Dragon Con from all the photos I have seen, I must yes. say. It looked like a fairly barren wasteland. Yes, I would say... I mean, that's over-exaggerating. I think I think they said thirty-five to 40,000 people were there, but that is very small for normal Dragon Con, so... Um, which it sounds like a lot numbers? of... Oh, like 80, 90. Yeah. Um, so, while I did... While it, that does sound like a lot in the middle of a panini... Um, they i felt very safe the whole time and right because yeah everyone was like really good about the masks and i personally only took mine off to like take a sip of a of a alcoholic beverage or to Mm -hmm. take like a selfie with a friend there was like no one around us kind of thing um so if you see any maskless photos it was in those circumstances um but i from what i saw it was pretty pretty I was pretty proud of these nerds. Like, good job, everybody. You were all very <laughs> masked up. And there were only a few times that I was like, oh, I don't feel great about this being in this area. There's a little bit too many people. So I would just relocate my smallish group to a different part of the area. And yeah, I like spent... Like, the great thing about Dragon Con is it's usually like, you meet a bunch of random people and you hang out with them. But I think my group is pretty spacious now and I don't really or not spacious it's pretty large now and I don't really have that Mm -hmm. desire to like run around and meet a bunch of people so I also felt safe in that way that I wasn't just hanging out with strangers I was hanging out with my friends who I know are safe and were being safe also so yeah right and everyone I know that's taken a COVID test has been negative that it was in my group so there you go very nice very nice so yeah, um, in general, it was lots of fun, lots of Black Widow cosplays because obviously that was my plan. <laughs> right. Uh, we had an Attack on Titan group that was really silly. What else? Oh yeah, I did a JoJo cosplay on Thursday night that I a few people recognized and that was fun. 
yeah, it was just a good time. I, I, it was weird. It was definitely a weird con because it was because mm-hmm. it was so much emptier and because it was very much in the middle of the panini, but it was still Dragon Con at its core, you know. So. Did a lot of the guests that were going to be there still there, or were there a lot of cancellations? As I went to the Walk of Fame on Saturday, and I walked through and saw people, so um, that I like <laughs> the Battlestar people, as I said. <laughs> right. I saw Trisha Helfer and um, Leah Dama from from afar. I didn't like go meet them or anything, but I saw Adama and. I w- every time I went in there, Gaius was not in there, so I was really sad about that, but I have seen him from a distance before. I mostly just wanted to show Brendan, because Brendan looks so much like Gaius, so <laughs> I wanted to be like, look, cosplay this, <laughs> if you ever watch Battlestar. <laughs> and Loki? Yeah. What can't this guy do? I know. It's that long-haired <laughs> nose thing that he's got going. <laughs> but yes, he was living it up being the Loki clone at the con also. Everybody... People, even with his mask on, he was like, people were like, oh my God, you look so much like him. (laughs) Yeah. I saw a lot of cool uh, people that had a lot of fun with their masks. I saw a lot of neat mask designs. Yeah, there were a lot of fun, you know, cosplay masking or matching masks. And I tried to do a little bit of that or at least have my mask kind of match what I was wearing. Like for the Scouts, our Attack on Titan one, I got, even though it was just green, it still matched my cloak. So I thought that was cool. And. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other people were much more creative, but I did the best I could. Right, Turbo? Uh, <laughs> not talkative. That cat's not talkative. He's, he's, he goes, he, burp, 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 burp. <laughs> So he just walks by. Burp, 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 burp. Uh-huh. Get the pet. Stand there. Wag the tail. Right, Turbo? Shake. He was very talkative this morning. He was yelling at me for like 20 minutes. Get out of bed and feed me. Okay. Uh, and I saw that uh, you had a post that on Twitter that Suki is doing much better. Yes. She, I think, has about a month worth, a month's worth of pent-up energy. She's been psychotic lately the last couple days. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's, like, very, it makes me happy to see her running around like a crazy person and like zoomies and terrorizing the boys and just being overall wacky nice so yes how was your labor day weekend it was very lazy that's nice i intended to go to see the new marvel movie ah yes and i rescheduled it from saturday to sunday to monday (laughs) To not going this weekend. Oh, I <laughs> I'll probably seen go either. see it tomorrow. Nice. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I just was not in. I don't know. Just wasn't in a headspace to do anything exciting. I guess. Hey, that that's that's that happens. I wish I was especially doing, doing a this panini. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got big plans this weekend. Tomorrow is Taylor's bachelorette party that I have planned. I really wanted to put some space between Dragon Con and that, but the weekends are just so crazy for the next several weeks. So, unfortunately, tomorrow is the only time. <laughs> We're not doing hey. anything crazy. Just going to do some treat yourself, get some, go to get drinks, dinner. I got a hotel downtown, you know treat ourselves weekend away get away sort of in the city right so any uh, special guests coming in uh because you know when this comes out this will have already happened so we're not wrecking anything (laughs) there are no i did not plan any surprises i made sure everything was tailor approved so i'm not i'm not fancy like that but I mean, I already kind Aww. of surprised her in Vegas because she didn't know she was having like a mini bachelorette party. So I already did the surprise part. So this one was like, hey, what do you want to do? How do, do you like this restaurant? How about we do this? She was like, yep, 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 yep. So <laughs> I just did all the planning. Gotcha. Well, so, wish, wish her my best. I shall. I shall indeed. 
What else? Uh, Is anything else going on? I don't on? know. Do you remember the, the cult of John? Uh, the FedEx statue? Or the FedEx cult of John at Dragon Con? Yeah. Oh, 2019? yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask you about that. What were all those trash piles about? Yeah, the, they were just, you know, the re the renewing of the statue, or the renewing of the cult. But I did find it very fitting that I signed my mortgage documents in the FedEx at Dragon Con. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the cult of John would be so proud. <laughs> so did you guys land this house you have now? Um, we're almost uh, towards the end of the process. Just had the appraisal today. So just kind Ooh. of, just kind of, you know, the last few steps and logistics. So I think everything's done on my end. I just kind of have to wait for all the things to roll into place and then we'll figure out a closing date. Wow, yeah, look at you turning crazy. into a real suburbanite. I know. Me and my Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I we ran an errand on Tuesday. We I was off because I just took an extra day off after Dragon Con. And I was walking around the house in my Crocs and I realized we left the house and I still had them on. I didn't change out of them to go run mm-hmm. errands and i was like god damn it now my how my around the house crocs have become my running errands crocs <laughs> they were never meant to leave the house <laughs> they were never meant to be seen by the muggles <laughs> but they're so comfortable it's not fair <laughs> they just slip on so easily <laughs> mm-hmm. mine are cool though they're covered in flowers okay they look like mid they're my midsummer crocs <laughs> Okay. Hey, I'm not judging. I personally don't own Crocs, so I don't know yeah. if that's all a boot. Missy has boot hey. ones. Boot Crocs? Mm-hmm. She, she used them for her cosplay at Dragon Con. <laughs> Crocs makes a boot? They do. They make little mini boots. Wow. They kind of look like rain boots. Do they work like rain boots, or are they extra holy and air venti like regular Crocs? I'm not sure. They looked like they had some holes on like the upper side, but I didn't get a good look at them. You should. You can ask Missy about her Croc boots. I'll have to do that then. <laughs> yes, indeed. And you're all okay with, with the trackers that are in the heels, right? The what? You haven't seen those conspiracy theories about how Crocs have trackers in them? I mean, well, the vi- you know the vaccine gave me several different kinds of trackers, so it's not anything more than I already have. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and you were also you were also magnetic at the injection site for a while afterward. I'm sure too. Uh, I wish I was like legitimately magnetic. I feel like <laughs> sometimes I'm like that would make Why? life easier. I don't know. I could just <laughs> instead of holding my keys, I can just stick them to my side or something. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's utili- utility skin. If it's yeah. magnetic, I'll hold on to it, guys. <laughs> I do. I do understand the issue of like things flying at me. If I was like too powerfully magnetic, and, like a knife would like fly at me, that would not be great. But <laughs> you know, well, you don't want to be too powerful. <laughs> no. just, just the right type of powerful. Yeah, just like if I put something close to me, then I can stick it. Doesn't I don't want things coming at me. Right. You know. That would <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie runs down the street. There's like ten knives following her. <laughs> oh, I can never stop. <laughs> nope. Terrible. <laughs> so what are we doing this week? We are doing as I mentioned earlier in my extreme confusion, uh the show Ringer, not the Ringer. But just Ringer, starring Sarah mm-hmm. Michelle Gellar. Uh, we've done one and two previously, episode three and episode fifty or sixty something, I believe. Uh huh. So yep. long ago, it's been a while since we've done Ringer. Um. So yeah, we're doing the You're third welcome. episode. Yes, good, good idea, Brad, because I had no idea what to do this week because I was in a <laughs> Dragon Con sleepy space. 
So yeah, we're doing a third episode called If You Ever Want a French Lesson. So Brad, would you like, do you want a French lesson? That's the question, mm, I guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'd like to learn French, but I don't think that the French lesson that they were talking about involved speaking. Well, all right. Would you like a French lesson with Sarah Michelle Gellar in that manner? Eh, you know, I kind of <laughs> like her husband, so okay. I don't think that I would do that, you know. What about what about I mean, Siobhan? He's... Siobhan? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're talking characters? Mm-hmm. Um, Siobhan seems like the more fun person. So, yeah. All right. Although, kind of got a hit out on her, so... Might not be the most smart thing to do. So yeah, um And she's also nicer, it seems. You mean I think you're getting confused with Bridget. Oh wait. I am getting confused with Bridget. I like to think of it with the French (laughs) lesson. Wait a second. Now I'm really confused. Oh. Siobhan. Siobhan is the one that wanted to do the 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 French lesson. Yes. She's the one in French. I'd rather I'd rather hang out with Bridget Bridget over Siobhan. Okay. Right? I like to think of it as Bridget is like the Sarah Manning and Siobhan is like the Rachel. That's kind of their personalities. Because Bridget is like the the runaway druggie. (laughs) Siobhan is like the classy, you know, traveling, meeting men in bar, whatever, you know, fancy bars, etc. Making deals and also, scheming. She, she's a little bit evil. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. Uh, so, so yeah. As if you are unfamiliar with the first couple episodes, Sh- uh, Siobhan has faked her death, and Bridget is on the run from someone that's trying to kill her. She ran away from a hearing she was supposed to be a key witness at for a murderer guy. And after Siobhan faked her death, she decided to take over Siobhan's life. And but she didn't know she faked her death. That's another part. Uh, <laughs> she thinks her sister really died. So she decided mm-hmm. to go take over her life, which turned out to be a lot messier than she anticipated. She's having marital problems. She has a daughter named Juliet. And she's mm-hmm. also having an affair with her best friend's husband. Right. So lots of things going on. She also accidentally committed a murder. Yes, because there was a guy. So, yes, there's a hit out on her. So some guy came after her. She killed him, stuffed him in a trunk, took his phone. And that's kind of where we are. (laughs) Yes. Can I also say that there are a ton of former superheroes in this this show? There are so many. I mean, you got... Mr. Fantastic. Yes. From the original Fantastic Four. You've got, uh, obviously, Buffy. I consider her a superhero. Oh, she's the best superhero. um, Oh, who was the other one? Luke Cage. Yes, thank you, Luke Cage. But I think we've brought up the fact that it was Luke Cage when we did one or two. It's worth repeating because he's still great. Great. I don't know why slightly Irish. I was kind of looking at the cast list, and a lot of people in this show have been on some sort of superhero-related thing in the past. Yes, and uh, Andrew, Siobhan's husband, his uh, co- his partner at the firm that he works at, she's also in Dexter, and uh-huh. she was in um, short-lived show on Sci-Fi. She, what was it called? starts with like a d it was like the people with the white hair oh defiance defiance thank you yes she was one of the main characters in that too with <laughs> which also had julie benz who was who is a buffy alum anyway uh <laughs> it's all connected it's all connected so bridget who has taken over siobhan's life is still stuck with this like dead guy's phone doesn't really know what to do with it she can't get any info out of it there's no call records, or if there is, it's like blocked numbers, no photos, no texts, no nothing for her to investigate. Um, well, it's a flip phone that yeah. had no camera, so. Yeah. yeah. It's a drug dealer phone, basically, a burner. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
Andrew comes home to tell her that Juliet is going to Miami to see her mom, and then which is convenient so she can, you know, deal with this while <laughs> her kid's away. Um, and then he says he has a surprise for her and gives her a mysterious address to go to. Um, Bridget is just full of suspicion about everything, so she finds that very weird. She is, um, she calls Luke Cage about the phone, um, kind of tells him what I just said. There's nothing on it, really. There's nothing to trace it back to the killer. He suggests, like, oh, you know, open the back of it and see if you can find any inf- more info, like a serial number or something, um, which I thought was funny as she was, like, struggling to open it. And I was like, come on, you're the Slayer. Like, just open it. <laughs> so she goes to andrew's desk and like gets a letter opener to like pry it open but then she notices a picture on his shelf sorry back from technical difficulties so as i was saying and talking to myself apparently for quite a while (laughs) um bridget found a photo on andrew's shelf that was a picture of him and Siobhan on a vacation in Paris, but it happened to be the same photo that the hitman had in his pocket. So now she super duper suspects him of being the one that called the hit on her because she knew that, you know, things weren't super copacetic between them. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. So... Bridget is full of suspicion, and as she goes to, uh, what was it? Oh, she goes to his surprise. <laughs> she finds herself in a creepy dark alley that just happens to have a bunch of, uh, well, a guy, like, starts walking towards her in the distance, and he's all dark and creepy, and then she goes to turn around to leave the alley, and then a car stops at the end of it, looking like it's trying to block her path. But then the mm-hmm. door opens and it's Gemma. And she's just like, oh, hey, there you are. Come on in. And it happened to be not a hit on her again, <laughs> but right. an actual surprise. <laughs> he has put together a special day for Bridget Siobhan. Uh, in which he's going to take her to Swan Lake, the ballet, and he get, she gets to pick out whatever outfit she wants, specially designed for her by this like fashion designer. So Ooh. something super fancy and expensive, and also trying to treat her and thank her for all the help with the the event that happened the other day, where you know she killed someone accidentally. Right. Oops. Well, she killed the somebody before. Right, right, right. Right oh, wait, before the event. Oh, wait, that was in the same spot, right? Okay. It, yeah. yeah, it was in the same place, but it was right before the event. <laughs> <sighs> you, know. you know. She's trying to secretly sit on the, the chest where she stuffed the dead body in. And <laughs> no, 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 don't hey. look in there. <laughs> Sometimes things happen. What can you say? What can you do? Yep. Uh, so, Bridget is still like, I don't understand why he'd do this for me. And Gemma is like, uh, just be glad he's doing something nice for you because my husband sucks. It's like, oh, your husband <laughs> sucks because she's having an affair with your best friend. Oh, awkward. <laughs> so Truer words have never been stated. Yeah. So what else happens? Oh, yeah. So they are leaving the, the fashion place and walking down the street and then the phone that she got from the dead guy starts ringing in her purse and so she tells Gemma are you still there you look frozen again Brad oh you're there <laughs> you froze again yeah apparent apparently i have uh issues oh, still no. for some reason you're going to have a hell of a time editing this Brad <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun because technical difficulties have no end. Mm -hmm. So where were you before we were so rudely interrupted by Glitchy Glitch? Um, Yes, uh, not Siobhan. Bridget, as Siobhan, was leaving her magical fashion day Mm -hmm. and going to lunch with Gemma when the phone that she took from the dead guy started ringing in her bag. So she told them to go on ahead, and then she answered it. 
And I know this is the part you were waiting for, so do you want to take it away, Brad? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And because I'm just blabbing on and on, and then suddenly you just stop talking, and I'm like, are you here still? Or <laughs> are you just being polite? <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm joking. Don't I'm joking. <laughs> for all you, for all you listening, I totally just paused and did a freeze frame on her. <laughs> yeah, sure. So uh, she answers. Says, well, she was with them to go to lunch, right? The two people she was with. Yes. And she asked. Uh, she the phone rang, so she's like, "I got to take this. I'll meet up with you." And she answers this flip phone which is very scratched up, I might add, and says, uh, who is this? Hello, who is this? And the guy tells her uh, that uh, she, he cleaned up her mess, implying he took care of the body. Yep. And then he tells her, and very ominously, you see that bench over there? To your whatever? And she's like, yeah. As she's looking around, he's like, I want you to hang up the phone, set the phone on it, and walk away and don't look back and you'll be left alone but she wants answers Mm -hmm. but she hangs up the phone she walks over to the bench she sets it down she goes to think about walking away but then picks it right back up and leaves i was like girl what are you doing yep she was not satisfied with that phone call nope she gonna take that phone with her excuse me I made a, my, my insides got all weird for a second. I was trying to look <laughs> up, I was trying to look up a guy that's in the show that was at Dragon Con, and I can't remember what his name is. Wait, so there was a, a guest there that was in this show? Yeah, Bodaway. Okay. The, the villain, that... the villain was there. I walked by him. Ooh. Zan, Zane McLaren. Zan? I don't know how you say his name. Because okay. I forgot about the fact that poor Luke Cage, after his phone call with Bridget, he got tackled and taken to Bottaway's little strip club hideout. Okay. And he's getting beat up for information about where Bridget is. Because these guys want to take out Bridget because obviously she is a key witness in whatever case they have against Bottaway. Mm-hmm. And if they take her out, well, she can't testify. So. True. But he is letting them beat the shit out of him just because he doesn't want to give anything away. And he's protective of his friend and also kind of doesn't really know where she is anyway. So okay. <laughs> that makes sense. But Malcolm, or I mean, his name's Malcolm. Uh, Luke Cage. It's just easier to call him Luke Cage. He, uh, <laughs> his skin is not steel in this show. So and he is also a recovering drug addict. So in order to torture him further... They decide to get some drugs. I don't. I'm assuming it was heroin, right? And they, you know, s- give him a big old dose of heroin in his veins, and tell him to have a nice trip, which is like one of the meanest things you can do to someone who is recovering. That's so rude. Yeah, and he was at like a 15 year chip or yeah, something, right? Yeah, he was. He was deep in there, man. So mean. Ugh. Awful. And they put it right there in the. Uh... Is that the carotid Yeah, artery? the carotid, yeah, right, his neck. Oh, if he was like really a... Luke Cage, it would have just broken when they tried to stick that needle in. Exactly. It's too bad. Real pity. <laughs> he also would have been more, uh, hey, what are you doing? Instead of, I don't know where she is. And sweet Christmas. <laughs> this, is a, this is a fact. Uh-huh. And he probably, he probably would not have been taken in the first place. He would have just beaten them all up. That's right. So, poor guy. If only he had his powers. <laughs> and he was beaten up because the whole time he was denying the fact that he knew where she was. Yeah. But there was that message. Mm. Right. Bodaway had a phone, or his phone, right? Mm-hmm. And it played a message from Bridget that said she was going to get out of there and go somewhere. But he was like, I mm-hmm. don't know where she's going. She's going somewhere. She doesn't say specifics. <laughs> yep. And she's like, she didn't testify. Isn't that good enough? He's like, I don't like loose ends. Yeah. So uh, back in the city, 
Bridget is all shaken up by her conversation with the mysterious phone man who told her to put things on a bench. So she starts investigating things a little bit more around her house because she still suspects Andrew more than anything because of the fact that she knew that they were fighting. Um, Right. And so she's looking through the books that that, like his planner and stuff and her own planner or Siobhan's anyway. And then she finds and she's also on the phone with Gemma who's like, why didn't you come to lunch? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And she's like, oh, I'm distracted, whatever. Um, And then she finds a card for an attorney and... Gemma says, "Oh, that's like the best divorce attorney in the in the state." Sorry, really loud car. <laughs> oh, barely even noticed it. Okay, it sounded really loud to me. <laughs> uh, so she doesn't know why Siobhan has is seeing a divorce attorney, but she can have a good. She has a pretty good guess. Right. So she goes to investigate why she was seeing an attorney and this is another whoop this is another one of those instances where people are just so helpful <laughs> are those tweezers on your hand yeah i'm just like playing with the thing in my hand <laughs> 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 that's on my desk jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, just talking and playing with random objects that are out in front of me um it's so... a fair thing to happen i suppose <laughs> So, oh, look, a hair tie. I've been looking for hair ties. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> so, ADD. I have really bad ADD today. <laughs> um, oh, you like so. that dog in Up. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Squirrel! <laughs> so, she goes to visit the attorney, who mm-hmm. is, like I said, very helpful, and overshares the info she's just like well how did we leave things last time i visited and he's like here's all the information you need it's like is have things gotten physical with you and your husband she's like did i give you the impression that things have gotten physical (laughs) (laughs) and he was never ever suspicious of this questioning no she was he was like okay well you know we can talk about it another time you feel more comfortable. She's like, okay. As I um, recall, Siobhan sort of kept it a secret that she had a twin sister, right? Yes, because Bridget was All a right. shit show. Yes. Um, so yeah, no one knows that she exists in that side of the world, that part of gotcha. her life. He also mentions that there's a property that Andrew has invested in that's uh, worth a lot more than he claims it is. And so she's concerned about that, too. That's just another piece of the puzzle. Uh, Oh, yeah. So her original reason she was going there was because she wanted to amend the prenup agreement. Right. And then he hadn't heard from her. So he was like, I assumed you changed your mind. So, But now I guess she's like trying to keep her options open and figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Meanwhile, she goes to check out the... Does she go to check out the address? No, oh, first no, she goes home. Yes. And, and then starts Andrew... digging through his files. Yes. She starts to dig through his stuff. And then Andrew comes home and is like, hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And how come I heard that you went to go see this attorney? <laughs> yeah, because she bumped into an old friend in the lorby. Yes, in the elevator. Yep. Who, another person that was like, how are she was like trying to get clues from her. Mm-hmm. Her clothes, her ring, her FAO Schwartz bag. How is the family? She's like, oh, they're good, blah, blah, blah. Jack's great, blah, blah. Like, these people, these oversharing people. <laughs> and then uh, when she leaves, she's like, okay, let's do lunch. And the woman's like, what, really? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> Siobhan, I guess, is not too uh, friendly with people often. Well, she doesn't reciprocate. Yeah. People want to be friendly with her. True, true. <laughs> but- she doesn't always uh, return the favors. True. So, she... So, yeah. Andrew finds out that she was at the attorney, and they get in another, they get in a fight, and she talks mm-hmm. about the, uh, the property, and he's like, it's worthless. Like, why can't you just accept it? Like, I'm not trying to screw you here. Right. Um... 
Which yeah. makes you wonder why this attorney thinks it's worth more than it is. Yeah, I don't understand what that what's going on with that. It might get answered later. Yeah, maybe later, later. So he decides to cancel their ballet date. He's like, you can just take Gemma to the ballet and you can talk about how much you hate your husbands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so she goes to check out the property. Right. She wants to know who's really telling the truth here. And finds out that it is in kind of shit shape. Um, yeah, and also there's like papers on the floor about inspections and asbestos and whatever. Yeah, something about it needed to be vacated or the, the building was just in really bad shape. Yeah, like you need to vacate immediately. So it seems like Andrew's telling the truth, but why is it worth so much more? I don't know. Maybe it has the potential. Yeah, maybe it's a potential uh, fixer-upper. It's definitely a fixer-upper. <laughs> it looks like it used to be some sort of factory. Yeah, like some kind of warehouse of some sort. I don't know. Because there were a whole bunch of weird things stacked up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, then someone shows up at the, mm -hmm. at the place, the building, and she recognizes the guy. Um, and it's this guy that was at the party, and he was looking at her all mysteriously. Uh, she takes the gun out of her bag, points it at him, but then she runs away. And miraculously, a taxi pulls up just as she needs one to get away. <laughs> it's the wonders of New York. They're uh -huh. in New York, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. There's uh, always a taxi nearby. True. Wouldn't have been awkward if she had to run outside, hail an Uber, and be like, oh, God, he's going to be here in five minutes. I wonder if this guy's really slow. Maybe the elevator will break down because this building's uh. run down. Who knows? Oh, come on. What's the license? Is that it? No. Is that it? No. Is that it? Yes, that's it. I need to. I've got you. Darn. Damn it. Uber, you've done it again. <laughs> this is really like a good campaign for the taxi industry. Need Isn't to, it? Need to get away from an assailant in a hurry. <laughs> Hail a cab. Are you on the run? Get a cab. <laughs> Is someone after you? Get a cab. We'll be there you've, in a second versus an Uber where you might wait five minutes. You've convinced me. I'm, I'm opening up. I'm, I'm going to start my own taxi service. <laughs> five minutes could be life or death for getting away. There you go. Brad's, nice. Uber, Brad's taxi service. Mm-hmm. What it, will you do? You'll just drive around the city and look for people running? It'll be BRB Taxis. Okay. Yeah. Yes, My yeah. initials, which yes. so perfectly work out for Be Right Back. It's That's true. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. You you've started a new company. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> if we had ads, I could talk about how uh, I'm going to promote that company with Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't. <laughs> Too bad, Squarespace. You missed out this time. Yep. So I guess we're just going to have to jump into the ad for stacked soap. <laughs> uh, sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm done clowning around. No, the more clowning, the better. <laughs> uh, so Bridget is freaked out after her uh, experience. And she meets Agent Machado in a park. Mm -hmm. She is acting like she wants to see him for updates on her sister, Bridget, because okay. she's still yep, yep. pretending to be Siobhan. Of course. He tells her that Bridget withdrew a lot of money, missed a dance class without canceling, and... Oh, wait, no. Sorry. That's about Siobhan, not about Bridget. Right. Yes, I was going to say. <laughs> this is Bridget what he knows about Siobhan. Right. Yes, he knows that Siobhan withdrew a lot of money and missed a dance class and knows that she's been having an affair with her husband's best friend. Um, and she's like, excuse me, are you going to use that against me? <laughs> um, he offers to help her more, but she says that you already have and runs away. Well. Scampers? She accepts the phone call again. Oh, right, the mysterious... Yeah, mysterious yeah. man says, why are you talking to the feds, right? He's not yeah. even a cop. He's an he's FBI. He's a agent, FBI. Yeah. And uh, she's like, just so that you know I that I have ways to protect myself. Mm -hmm. And if uh, you try to do anything again, loud car will drive by. 
and then I will turn this phone in. <laughs> Just giving you the, the ambiance. Yep. Like we're on the street and you're on the phone with the F- with the guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a particularly loud car. Yep. So she so yeah, so now she feels like she has leverage and she has power in the situation where mm-hmm. she did not before. And so yeah, he uh Bridget ends up giving goes to Gemma's after that to give her the tickets for the ballet because she's just not going to go with Andrew obviously. Right. And then while she's there, she sees the photo that was on the in the frame of her and Andrew and she's like, "Why do you have this?" Mm-hmm. And Gemma's like, what are you talking about? This, like, 5,000 people in New York have this. It's your freaking Christmas card. <laughs> and she's like, oh. Oh. Okay. So Awkward. Is. Well. Are, yes. So now she feels less threatened by the fact that this guy had that photo. Right. And kind of feels a little relieved. Yes, because now Andrew is not he could still be a suspect, but he's not a he's not a right. main suspect anymore. Like she wasn't right. fe- like all of the things were stacked against him. Like he was fighting with Siobhan. He was potentially physically abusive. Um, they were she, he he might have known she was trying to get out, trying to mm-hmm. whatever, all of these different things that he could try to take her out for. And then but then he was doing all these nice things. So it didn't make sense to her. Um, so now she's like, oh, he, maybe he was being legitimately nice because things have been better between them right. since Siobhan left and Bridget came into the picture. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You know, when, you're, when your significant other isn't screaming at you all the time because they're frustrated, I suppose that would make things a little better. Yeah. So <clears throat> Bridget goes to, oh, some, someone's burnt over there. Hmm? just saying Uh uh-huh no no i'm just i'm not burnt (laughs) no it's just uh you know i could imagine that i i have let's just say i've witnessed people being unhappy and it's like the second you see that person you immediately go into a negative frame of mind right and you start acting in a not so nice way mm-hmm. and that i mean if you're if you're in that frame of mind from the sight of them then and you were fighting a lot it's only natural that they would fight like that would be there's no hey how are you hun it's like it's the beginning of the gripes on mm-hmm. both sides of course right. but then things seem to just all of a sudden 180 flip with the Siobhan being intim- uh, impersonated by Bridget. What's her name? Bridget. Bridget. <laughs> so he thought maybe we've conquered this speed bump in our life, and he wanted to do nice things for her because mm-hmm. maybe he was not in that same. Like maybe his aggression was always brought on by her aggression. Yeah, like just a response to her. Yeah. Yeah, it's very possible. But he could also be the person who was calling for the hit on her. So yeah, we, we, <laughs> so don't, that. we don't know. <laughs> yes, exactly. So either way, Bridget decides to give Andrew the benefit of the doubt in this situation. And she gets all dressed up in the pretty dress that he bought her mm-hmm. and planned for her and goes to his office. And he's like, what are you doing here? The ballet starts in 10 minutes. She's like, I'm not going there. I wanted to see you. And she explains that. She went to the attorney the other day because she was calling off the divorce proceedings. That there was a time when they were fighting and it got really bad. And he seems to be like aware and understanding of this fact because he was Mm -hmm. part of it. And he and she's like, but things are better now. And um, if they're going to move forward, then, you know, she has to start trusting him again. And he's like, how do you know that, you know, this is the right move for you? And she's like, because the thing that you did for me with getting this dress set up was the nicest Mm -hmm. thing anyone's ever done for me, (laughs) which I think was definitely Bridget saying that. (laughs) Right. Because she clearly has not had a lot of nice things in her life. (laughs) Right. And didn't 
it's been so long, but in episode one, wasn't she like sort of smitten with her sister's husband? Because yeah. he was such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. She always thought he. She always thought he seemed super nice and sweet. And then Siobhan's always like, "Oh no, he's whatever." Right. <laughs> she always talks shit about him. So. Um, and then Andrew says, "Oh, well, you look beautiful," and they make up, and it's very nice. And then, oh. meanwhile, back in France. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the real Siobhan is you know enjoying a, a beverage, at the bar. And a man named Tyler, I think, comes comes along. Yep. And is trying to order something for himself and fails miserably. So she decides to order for him, which was a vodka cranberry and a cup of coffee, which definitely sounds like a gross combo. Yep. But <laughs> I think I think the uh, the drink was for her and the coffee was for him, mm. or was it both? No, it was both for him because he wanted something that was like a. A caffeinated alcoholic beverage. <laughs> so she ordered him those two things. So then he cancels the the drink and just gets the coffee. Yeah, he should have just gone to Ohio. <laughs> you know, because then uh, don't they have that uh, caffeinated beer from the Drew, Drew Carey shop? <laughs> yeah, and you know, Four Loco. I don't think it's caffeinated anymore, though. <laughs> yeah, oh, is Four Loco a beer? You've never heard of Four Loco? Uh, is that a Three Floyds beer? No, Four Loco is like a, a drink that all the kids used to drink. It's like highly caffeinated booze. No. People were having like heart attacks, so they had to like take the uh, the caffeine out of it. Never people, heard of oh it. Oh my gosh. That's Sorry, crazy. I'm a, That's crazy. I'm a boring drinker. I just go for my mixed alcoholic I don't, No, like I don't that. mean you're boring. I just mean like it was like in the news and stuff. That's why I'm surprised you never heard of it. Like it was a big controversy oh. and like everyone was like... Cause, cause a bunch of, cause teenagers would drink it because it's like easy to access. Cause it looks like a soda basically. And, I can explain. And people would, teenagers would like, uh, be, you know, downing them and have so much caffeine and booze at the same time and right. mess up and their then, insides. So I can explain why I wouldn't have seen that in the news. Cause I only like to watch good news stories, <laughs> which means I don't watch the news. Yeah. <laughs> and true. when I want to see something news like. I find it on other areas like YouTube. <laughs> True. Well, this was a few or, years ago, but yeah. yeah. I just remember Even, there was a huge controversy because everyone was like, don't take the caffeine out of it and blah, blah, I blah. I was even worse at the news four years ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, he wanted an alcoholic caffeinated beverage and she... So then he just got coffee. Right. Um, but anyway, then she gave him her room number and then ran away to her hotel room and of Can course I say her her hand writing on his hand was beautiful <laughs> you may i you mean may it was that. it was very nice and legible uh-huh. and who i didn't know that women walk around with those sharpies like that which was very convenient because yeah. it was nice and big and hard to miss yeah there you go also probably very difficult to wash out <laughs> He'll never forget it. <laughs> it's embedded yeah. in there forever. Uh-huh. At least for a good three or four days. <laughs> yep. Um, and then, of course, he because he can never forget it, he goes to her room. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they start French Frenching in the in the hotel room. Oh, the room. French lessons. The okay. French lessons, yes, come into play. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes, okay. Because, you know, she's the one that says it to him. If you ever want a french lesson right right and as she writes it with the sharpie mm-hmm. uh so they're smooching and smooching and then all of a sudden she feels sick so she pushes him off and ushers him out of the room and she's like i'll call you i really will but go away i'll call you i'll give you a call bye go away mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's very insistent about how she will call him right <laughs> and then she runs to the bathroom and throws up because as we know siobhan is pregnant but real siobhan didn't know that she was pregnant right so she takes a pregnancy test which wait I f- siobhan is pregnant but real siobhan doesn't know she's pregnant because i'm confused andrew got her test results okay andrew got te- siobhan's test results so everyone thinks bridget who is playing siobhan is pregnant okay so she is aware of it because she even made a comment to Gemma about where she was going 
and how she said she was in her first trimester appointment or something like that. Okay. Is, is, but real Siobhan had no idea she was pregnant because she ran away before anything happened. Is, is Bridget pregnant? No. Okay. Because what I assume happened is Siobhan went to the doctor before she left, before right. she disappeared. They did some tests or whatever, and then Andrew got the results of those tests. And okay. so he thinks Siobhan, Siobhan is pregnant. Right. But then real Siobhan didn't know, so she okay. went away to Paris, and that's why she takes the pregnancy test in the hotel. Gotcha. Which I thought the camera work was very interesting. They like really zoomed in on that test, like several different angles, so you knew what it was. <laughs> it got the big plus on it. It was uh, very pink. It was funny. Um, <laughs> so then she calls Henry, who is very clearly the father here, because I don't think she'd been sleeping with Andrew for a while, and but she doesn't say anything. Right. She just is just, silent on the other end. Hmm ghosting him gotcha yep. she doesn't know what to say or what to do because she's you know supposedly dead right <sighs> but not but not she has no idea that bridget took her life over so that's also yep. fun well no, she must i don't she know she has to because at the end of episode two somebody calls siobhan and says there's a problem oh bridget's not dead oh right i forgot because wasn't the whole plant so I suppose we kind of think that Siobhan is the one who... Calling the hit. Calling the hit yeah. to kill herself by killing her sister. Yeah. Who she either assumed would have taken over her life, or I don't know. Who knows? We still don't know. Yeah. We'll have more answers in another two years when we do the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Keep you on the edge of the seats for the longest time. <laughs> Don't worry. You'll get a new chair after the next episode. Uh-huh. Because that edge will be worn out from you sitting on it for so long. Oh, yeah. What was the other little... Uh, that's it, right? That's all I got for you, yeah. There was another little minor plot in there. I don't know if during my technical difficulties if you had mentioned it, but... The one uh, with the investment? Yes. I did not mention it, no. Feel free. So... Siobhan's side tail, who is her best friend's husband. Henry. Henry, yeah, wanted to pull out uh, of an investment. Yes. And at the, Siobhan's husband, which I can't remember his name right Andrew. now. Andrew. Thank you. Said uh, he thinks it's dumb, but okay. And then his partner, the the, the hot chick. Yes, the lady from Dexter slash Defiance. Yep. 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 Both very evil people in both sort of kind of yeah. I think I had yeah. never finished Defiance but I didn't I think I didn't watch the last season yeah sorry continue but uh, she goes and has I'm assuming <laughs> so an assistant or whatever the underwriter whoever I can't this tell little what her job is job is yeah, yeah calls her in to sign some paperwork I want to think that it was kind of set up oh you for know sure. mm-hmm. And then, but then she berated her anyway for having her come in when she didn't need to. You would think that somebody that had you do that would would have stood up for themselves, but I don't know. And uh, basically, tells her that you know your husband wants to take this 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 investment out, and we kind of need your approval mm-hmm. as well. And uh, so then there's a little quarrel between the two that. You knew the Andrew says he could have taken it without her approval because it's such a small amount and mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter. And it was to what to publish his own book or to yeah. have the money to publish his own book. And um, he doesn't mind that she did that, but to please keep him in the loop so that he is prepared <laughs> mm-hmm. for what is bound to come. Which is what came, which is him being all angry at him and yeah. saying thanks a lot, raw. I mean, she had uh, underlying plans anyway because Gemma's father is super rich and she wanted and super mm-hmm. well known in some sort of industry, so they wanted him to be involved in their company, even if it was through their through his daughter. So they right. didn't want to lose her investment. They want his investments as well. Yes. So yep. yeah. I only have one fun fact because I already said the if you ever want a French lesson one. Yep. What's the other one? 
um, Sarah Michelle Geller and Justin Bruning, who played Tyler, mm-hmm. um, are both alums of the daytime soap opera All My Children. Sarah played Kendall Hart and Justin played Jamie Martin, though they were never on the show at the same time. Ooh. The chance meeting. Yes. In a new show. Yes. You should have other some other fun facts. I don't. Like this show heavily uses a lot of uh, camera swoop angles of uh, <laughs> that are a thing of the time. You know, it's like this is zoom, true. Zoom, yeah. Zoom, this Just is this, very this, uh, CW Gossip Girl era esque <laughs> filming. Yeah, it's neat to have a moving camera. Uh huh. And all of the, the left. no, all she's of the, on the like, right now. The sh- the shots of the city in between every scene and mm-hmm. it's very Gossip Girl. And that and that music. Oh wait, sorry, that's Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) They did play one of my favorite songs at the end, the Lana Del Rey song, "Video Games." I love that song. I don't know if I. It was the song playing when Siobhan, or sorry, when Bridget and Andrew were having their come to Jesus moment. Oh okay, all right, I got you. Cool. Yeah. Good times. So our Dublé count is two. As it will probably be for this entire series. Hey, you never know. We might have a surprise twin action thing going on somewhere. That's true. It's been known to happen. That is true. You never know. There's a secret triplet, a quadruplet. Yeah. Quint- that doesn't even need quintuplet. to be that. When we did that movie about the uh, dentists. <laughs> That's true. There was the twin. Was a, <laughs> you know, we had the, the, the chance extra twins. That's true. So it could happen in this show, too. You never know. So, you know what else could happen? You could email us at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com and give us your thoughts and suggestions. If you want to have us cover something specific that you've been waiting for us to naturally happen upon and we haven't done it yet, give us a kick in the butt and tell us to do it. And we will, most likely. I have some suggestions that um, Al and Jay have told me, friends of the show. Oh, and Nick you, as well. You've been... Uh, Nick of Trailer Blazers. You've been uh, denying them their bliss? Well, Al literally just told me yesterday. Jay told me a little bit ago, and I have to find the show. And Nick, I had to wait until Seinfeld came on Hulu, which I think is in October. so Or Netflix or something. Till Seinfeld came on? Yeah, Seinfeld's not available yet. So I'm waiting until it's available in October on Netflix to do the Seinfeld episode he wants. Oh. <laughs> okay. I have plans. I have the plans. I get you got the plans. They All will right. be enacted soon. <laughs> well, if you'd like, you can follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. You can follow Steph on all her socials at Steph plus Verb. Mm-hmm. And uh, see photos of DragonCon where there's a lot of space. Yes. And, and I must say... Even though it's a bummer that, you know, the panini, as you like to call it, is mm-hmm. happening and Dragon Con was at one third, apparently, it's a uh, normal peopleage. It was nice to see an escalator that wasn't packed with people. Yes. It was nice to see the velocity loft. Where was it called? The pulse, pulse, the pulse loft. Pulse, pulse loft being kind of sort of empty. Yeah. And then all of those lucky, lucky people that were there this year got to take a very good photo of themselves in the TVA mm-hmm. without mobs and mobs of people around them. True. And, you know, I I never had to wait for a rum bucket. I just walked right up and got one every time. It was great. I never had to wait for a rum bucket ever. You probably, you were always on the bottom floor, though, and you were just slamming them. <laughs> That's well, what I recall. I remember when you were, you were like, I've had 14 rum buckets, and I was like, Jesus. They're not very rummy. <laughs> I don't know. I had one and I was good. <laughs> oh, they must have made them good this year. They were very they had all those strong bottles. this year. They had all those bottles they had to yeah. finish. And less less people means harder pours. <laughs> yes. It was it was very nice to move through this the hallways much easier. It, mm-hmm. I always got a seat in the food court. The lines nice. weren't... The lines were, long, you know, long-ish, but not too long. It was... I mean, as much as I like the super crowded Dragon Con, I really liked being able to move. <laughs> yep, especially during a panini. Yes, so. And uh, if you're a real Dow, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple t- I- Podcast. Apple Podcast is what it's called now, right? 
I think it's called Apple Podcasts. It's not iTunes anymore. Depends. It's iTunes on a computer, but then or it's or it's Apple Podcasts on a mm-hmm. Mac and your phones. Yep. Or or wherever else you get uh, your your podcasts. And uh, until next time. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>